How do you? How are we doing? You okay? Good, mate. Good. Good. Yeah, Very yeah, yeah. Good weeks. Good, good, good. Of course, we have to introduce ourselves. Hey. Just like randomly jumping in and saying hello there, you know. Today, but, you know. Yeah, are we recording or not? But as always, it's the Winning Edge podcast. I'm Rick. John, how are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. Uh, busy, busy, and, and different few weeks, which has been been interesting. Mm-hmm. Yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mate. Really good. Thank you. Really, really good. Busy. Um, that's definitely a blooper at the start, but we can leave it in, can't we? You know, because because who gives a sh- who gives a shit, right? I might but... be moving towards editing this shit myself soon, so I'm. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about that, aren't we, today? So My version of editing will be, that looks all right to me. And, That's uh, it. Post. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 and post, yeah. But, yeah, mate, all good day. Thank you, mate. Uh, busy, as always. Uh, life is good. Um, you've had a really hectic, let's get straight in. You've had a really hectic and a lot, a uh, really hectic few weeks and a lot of changes going on, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I think the biggest one is has been to my to my routine the last few weeks. So I won't bore you with the full story, but obviously, you know, with with my business, the gym business, I don't tend to do much on the gym floor myself anymore, if, if anything. But I, one of my boxing coaches who does a lot of my classes, mostly the evening classes, um, wanted to take some time away. Um, his wife's having a baby, wanted like three months off. Long, long story. I'm like, fuck, three months off. I was like. You know, you, you know that it's your wife that's having the baby, right? Not you. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, it's kind of like, look, three months off is not a thing. So you're either, you know, you can't, you're either quitting or you're, you know, or you're not, right? Um, but I saw it as an opportunity, like the classes the last sort of, you know, last year, the back end of last year particularly were kind of, you know, going downhill a little bit. The numbers were not there. I didn't feel things were kind of maybe getting done the way I would like them to be getting done. And I saw it as an opportunity. A few things up, up happened at the back end of last year that made me go, right, fuck it. Okay, let's let's get your head back fully in your own game, your own fucking gym and what's going on there. Uh, so I made the choice to go, okay, you know, like anything, right? You want something done right, fucking do it yourself. I talk a good game. So I was like, I'm going to take the fucking classes back on myself. I will look to hire someone, but I'm going to get them fucking busy again. I'm going to do it my way and fucking, you know, rebuild that boxing community that, that I want in the gym. So for the last two weeks, um, I've been coaching all the evening classes from like five till seven, five till eight, some nights, a couple, couple back-to-backs, which is not fucking me. Like, I've been getting home when I normally go to bed. And I'm like, what the fuck? So... But it got me thinking about habits because for the last, I was saying to Danny, I was like, you know what? I don't think I've worked in the evening, barring the odd something for like 20 years. Mm-hmm. I'm an early morning person. Yeah. Always early mornings. And like, I've kind of, I get up early. You know, I've always had early morning clients, even working within the gyms, get in early, do my thing. And the last, definitely the last 10 years, you know, out the door by, by mid-afternoon a lot of the time. And then, you know, fucking power nap, get up, do a bit more, whatever, have some fucking dinner, and I'm in bed falling asleep on the sofa at like nine o'clock. And I've told myself, probably for most of my life, I'm, I'm an early morning person. I uh-huh. get in later in the day, blah, 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 blah. Even though, you know, back in the day, we both used to teach classes at night. Yeah. Both had fucking clients at night. Back when I was coaching out of SBG, my classes were at night. So it's not like I've not done it. It's just my head always goes, I prefer in the daytime. Um, but to be honest, this last couple of weeks have been fucking good. Like it's got me out of my comfort zone a little as far as what time of day I do shit. Like I've been getting up in the morning and not coming into the gym. But also for the first couple of days, it's been a bit lost. I'm like, the fuck do I do if I don't get up and I have my coffee, a bit of breakfast? And I'm like, you know, a couple of emails and shit to do. And I'm like, because most of my stuff, albeit I've got to run a business, it's a lot of crunching numbers. It's a handful of emails here and there. And a lot of stuff is still practically being in and around the gym, to be honest, is where my value is. Yeah. But I've been like, fuck, well, I'm not going to work till 8 o'clock at night and go in at 6 o'clock in the fucking morning. I'll come in later in the day. So I've been doing that. Um, can I feel fucking good? Classes have been busy the last couple of weeks. They've been the last couple of nights and everything been full. To the point where even last night I had, a, I had a guy come in that I was like interviewing, and I said, "Right, come in, teach class. I'll introduce you to the to the to the guys and whatnot." And a few guys turned up last night that hadn't been coming, 
because mm-hmm. I think the class has all been talking a bit and they were expecting me to teach. And then I felt guilty because I wasn't teaching. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so this is such and such. He's going to teach tonight. And they're all like, well, you ask me, you're not teaching. So it's one of them double-edged sword. I don't want to create this expectation that it's me every fucking night forever. But definitely a, a, an eye-opening reminder of like, which will lead me to a question I want to ask you in a minute. Like, I've spent the last year really trying to like go into the online world a little bit because I see the online world as being able to potentially build a bit more of the life I actually want. Mm-hmm. As in, I don't have to be stuck in one spot. But I fucking hate it. And I've realized coaching again, I fucking love it. Like, yeah. Time flies by, especially when I'm coach. I coach the classes and the fight stuff. I prefer way more than just personal training. And the time flies by. I'm not tired. I might be a bit tired beforehand. Um, and it gives me a buzz. I get that instant kind of gratification. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the class, everyone's fucking buzzing and fucking energy. And, da, 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 da. and I realize that that kind of, as hard as it is now, I'm older, it is still really what makes me tick. It's why I yeah. love doing what I do. Yeah, the online stuff. There's no real instant gratification. It's a lot of sitting around, posting, and fucking selling yourself, and all shit that I don't like. And I just started thinking. And again, it's only been a few weeks. So look, I, I mean, we might come back on in a couple of weeks. I'm like, I'm oh, fucking done with working now. I hate this shit. I'm not doing it anymore. Da, da, da. But it did get me thinking that you know, I think a lot of times, and social media has done this to a certain degree. Has got everyone chasing. I'm not sure people are really putting a hundred percent into like what they really love to a certain degree and trying to make something of that versus I'm putting myself out there to look good against my peers, against like other people that personal train. My education that I'm giving is is it aimed at the kind of clients you really want to attract mm-hmm. or you aim at trying to look good against everyone else? Mm-hmm. Are you trying to like almost one up you, you yourself against everybody else to say, hey, I'm, I'm above all this. I just work with these people. I just do this. I run a business. I don't, you know, looking down at people that still teach classes, that still do one-on-ones. And it's like, well, you won't be looking down on that individual if they were coaching LeBron James, but because the coaching Joe Bloggs who you've never heard of, it's like, what, you're 15, you're still coaching people? It's like, yeah. well, are you taking fully into stock what, drives that person to enjoy their, that work-life balance that doesn't exist. You know, I was reading a thing, and you know Freddie Roach quite well. You know, he's like, he, he constantly posts that he's at his most comfortable in the gym yeah. and work in the corners at weekends still. He yeah. doesn't have to be. Like, I see him at some of the small shows here in L.A., still with his young fucking fighters, you know, one, two, three pro fights. This guy's... Mm-hmm could be, well, Pacquiao's retired, but could be I only, you know, train world champions. I yeah. only do the corners three or four times a year for my big fighters. And yet he's in the corners every fucking weekend, still doing what he loves. He doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need the money. He mm-hmm. doesn't need to sit on his reception desk taking $5 a fucking pot for a He's friend. still doing that. He still does it. He's still there. I mean, he, he goes, there's two gyms now. There's a downstairs small pro gym where they close yeah. it now because the wild card was fucking circus so he's down there a lot more but yeah more often than not when he's not down there he's up sat on his reception it's crazy yeah and it's like yeah, i think even i got drawn into that well i'm a business owner now i run a business i'm, I'm above you know sounds awful above training people above, that's what mm-hmm. i have a team for that's what they do but i don't fucking enjoy running a business i actually enjoy fucking coaching people yeah um, so it's been a bit of a fucking eye opener uh, and a good one in some ways to go right. Okay, do you really need to fucking follow the crowd, and do you really need to have high profile people to make a lot of money? Is that does that have to be your crowd? Do you have to only train CEOs? Do you have to only try to train fucking high level athletes with money, which we both talked about loads of times on this on this show that that is really fucking hard to make money at. Mm-hmm. You know, I was remembering, do you remember fucking, um, and I'm not going to do this, by the way. This is not where I'm going with this at all. But I was remembering, like, even remember Billy Blanks? Fucking yep. Tango? Yep. He was reminding me, like, he was a fucking ex-high-level Muay Thai fighter. Mm-hmm. He was decent. Yeah. But he made his money doing videos back then, 
you know, for fucking gem pop, housewives, fucking Tybo, fucking, and you're like, you know, there's money in everything if you just become the fucking best at it. Yep. If you become the best at training beginners, you can make fucking fortunes. If you're willing to drop the ego and go, I'm the best at doing this, rather than I want to be seen as training these people, which I'm not training. And I'm kind of, you're almost limiting your own fucking potential and earnings because you're like, yeah, but I don't really want to work with those kind of people. It's like, well, but what are you actually fucking good at? Where does you crowd? What are you actually drawing towards you? And I realized that a lot of a lot of my stuff, especially with the fight stuff, is taking beginners from fucking nothing to being somewhat competent, probably similar to what you get you do with um, the guys that come for Jarry Boxing Nights. A lot of them yep. come literally nothing in twelve weeks. Yeah, ready to, to do three twos, right? It's yep. much rewarding to that. I love it. Yeah, yeah love it. Absolutely right. love it. Yeah, love I, it. I of that crowd in the gym is fucking cool. So anyway, that 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 just had me thinking a little bit. And I've been reading a lot of your posts because you've been fucking mental on social media the last few weeks. I don't know. Do you even leave the house anymore? And you just post like fucking all of your platforms. So I, you must have someone doing some of this shit for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, that do it all myself. Right. Do it all myself while I'm cooking while I'm cooking dinner and doing bicep curls at the same time. That's well, how I like, I've noticed this this last two weeks. I've barely fucking posted because yeah. I'm busy fucking actually doing shit. Actually doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'm kind of like, oh, what do I post today? What should I fucking put out there? I've all I've done is shared stories because I can't be asked posting because I'm <laughs> too busy. busy. Too busy. Busy doing some fucking work for a change. Um, but no, you, you one of your posts this this last week or so. I want to read the question. Was um, well, a statement actually. Um, the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. Now, I fucking love that statement, but I, I, I kind of hate it at the same time <laughs> because it, mm-hmm. it makes you question yourself. If, you, if you're honest with yourself, like I've had to come to terms with, and this takes me back to like the, the chasing the, the online business, which I'm clearly not very good at. I clearly don't like it, and I have a big resistance kind of barrier to to doing what appears to be how you need to do it. Yeah. That's not me, right? And I've always seen that as that question to a certain degree, like questioning myself, like I'm avoiding this. There's no wonder I'm not getting good at it. There's no wonder I'm not building a business at it. There's no wonder I'm struggling with it. But at what point when you're talking to, let's say, you, know, you mentor a lot of guys that run their own businesses, and that question comes up. You're saying in order to build X, Y, and Z, get more clients in, get this, whatever it is that you're chasing, this is the work you need to do and you're not doing it and that's why it's not working. Where do you draw the line between someone who's literally just not seeing the value in that work and not understanding that your business will fail if you don't do that work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm which there's a ton of things on my list that I do do to make sure my business stays successful, obviously. But then using the other analogy of like the online stuff, which is, which is for me, is another avenue I'm trying to go in. It's not the one thing that's going to save my business. It's another avenue. But clearly, I don't like it. Clearly, I don't want to do it because I've tried for a year and I fucking hate it. Where you go, okay, maybe you need to change gears on that or accept that's not going to be part of your business and go in a different direction. How how do you manage that with people? Because people will always argue with you that they're not avoiding it, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's never their fault. Yep. When you when you have that, what, where, what's the distinction you draw when you when you like post that? Um. So during during the, the coaching that I do with a lot of the a lot of the guys that I work with, a lot of the clients that I work with, there's there's three there's three elements, three key elements, really, really simple. We look at a foundation of their health, uh, build their mindset. But mm-hmm. the third one, which is the one we usually get to first, is connect with a vision. And right. and it, it's about really drilling down on what that vision is for for your future, whether that's your future in 90 days, your future in six months, 12 months, uh, your future in 10 years. And you're absolutely right in that. What people will say that they what they want their future to look like is more often than not not really what they want their future to look like. 
it's what they've been influenced to think that their future should look like or could look like. Yeah. The realities of running an online business, it, 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 the, the, it, it's made out that it's, you know, sat on a beach with your laptop, sipping a pina colada or whatever it is you're drinking, cigar in your hand, yeah. living your best life. But what's never, I mean, what's never put forward is first and foremost that uh, you probably can't see your screen on the, when you sat on the beach. Anyway, that that's probably the first, you know what I mean? Because but it's not a good place to sit and do your no, work. No, so so practically you, you're not going to see you you're not going to see your screen anyway because it's fucking sunny, right? So you can't see your computer anyway. Uh, but but then the, the the realities of it are uh, long hours, uh, loneliness. Uh, a lot of self-questioning, a lot of self-doubt, and 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 the realities are it is an admin-based job. It's an yeah. it's an and I, I will say to people who will often get into that world, go and do recruitment, go and do recruitment consulting because you a lot of recruitment consulting companies now will let you work off a laptop and off a phone from anywhere in the world. Yeah, a lot of digital IT sales. Um, will let you work um, off a laptop, off a phone, anywhere in the world, and and so what what they think the realities of that life are like are not actually what what life is like. But also, it actually isn't really what they want. When you yeah. delve down an awful lot deeper, what they want is uh, social connections, fun, friendship, all that kind of stuff. And an online business doesn't give you those things. Yeah. So the reward at the end of it isn't isn't worth it that what you can make good money doing it but you can make good money uh like you've said uh setting up a, a hit class or a boot camp if you want to be a pt with a hundred people in um you know my my kickboxing club has got he he's he, he does it. it's old old school the way he does it you pay your cash there's no memberships uh you go to your classes you've got a set class uh, if you don't turn up you lose your place those classes are rammed, and I, and I reckon, without saying too much, I reckon he's doing really good money there. And 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 do you know what? For us as a client, as a customer, it's brilliant value for money, uh, and and they love it. So, um, the 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 problem is, is there's a disconnect between uh, what you think you want, what you say you want, and actually what you really want. And and when there's the disconnect. Ultimately, you're not prepared to do the shit work to get there. Yeah, yeah. When you really, really, really are connected with what you want, you're prepared to you're prepared to dig through the mud to find the diamonds. You're prepared to do the shit. Uh, so that the problem is to, and we could go down a real rabbit hole with this, and and maybe we do go down that rabbit hole today. You know, as far as we can, time wise, anyway. But people are so influenced now between what they think uh one they want in life to what life should look like and what and what the realities of it will be if they get it yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean so 100 percent, and I, and i think like because I, I do want to kind of dig on this a little bit mainly for myself because you know i you, you do find yourself going around in circles a little bit and it is you know easy to be influenced on what the outcome looks like it's going to be based on what you see other people doing when you actually get into the realities of what some of those people's day looks like if you ever hang out with people that do a lot of stuff online and realize what their day actually looks like you're like oh fuck, i'm, I'm not sure this is yep what i what i really want like you said um and that kind of almost that trade-off of what you want your life to look like but what you really enjoy on a day-to-day -day basis mm -hmm. from a working point of view like you said it's all very well seeming like you're free to do your work from anywhere but if you're not enjoying your work does it really matter where you are <laughs> right we all want to be elsewhere sometimes but you know that was kind of my realization a little bit you know that, that even just this last few weeks it's like well okay yes this is kind of a lot of what I've done my whole fucking life. And I think, you know, having this conversation with someone the other day a little bit, and I think some of this also depends on your age and where you're at, mm -hmm. with what you're doing and a level of acceptance sometimes. Because I think as you get older, 
one conversation we were having and it was fucking it was almost getting a bit depressing but it was kind of true like <laughs> when you get into your mid 40s mid to late 40s or whatever there's not a lot excites you anymore and again it depends on where you're at in your life i think if you're in your 40s and you've got kids so you'll know it's a little different you know mm -hmm. there is a lot more that excites you because now you've got your kids' lives that are growing up and you're involved yep. in that. But for a lot of guys that don't have kids, it's a little different. You know, and without going down the whole mental health issues of guys in the 40s, you start to see a lot of this stuff where you're like, all of a sudden, there's only a handful of things I really like doing. And even those things nowadays versus 10 years, 20 years ago, whatever, I'm not as excited about them as I used to be. You know, I still love training, but it's, it's, it's a habit. It's something I do. Do I love it? Am I as excited about it as much as I was 10 or 20 years ago? Sometimes it depends how my body's feeling. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Book half the time. So I can't just go in and throw shit around like I used to. I have to fucking think what I'm going to do today. This hurts. This is, yep. this is not as enjoyable as it was, right? Yep. Yep. So everything you do, relationships, whatever, there's this big feel of I've fucking been there and done all this. What else is there, right? But if you're not into a lot of other things, then what else is there? And I think mm -hmm. sometimes kind of bringing yourself back a little bit and going, well, you know, this is still what I love, keeping yourself in that kind of environment and understanding that as time goes on, your love for something does change. It doesn't mean to say you don't still love it. Yeah. It's just what you were getting out of it maybe 10 years ago versus now is a little different. Um, does that come up a lot at all versus like people that are coming to you for business help in their twenties and they've got a vision that maybe they don't even really know what that vision is yet. Cause they're still young versus the guy that's trying to build a lifestyle in their forties and build that vision that they, again, they think they know what it is, but they don't. And now you're battling with someone a bit older, maybe a bit tired and not got the level of enthusiasm that they really need <laughs> that they would have paid out in their twenties, but now it's a bit harder. Like that's gotta be a different battle mentoring you know business people especially new people newer to business yeah you're absolutely right in that it, you know it depends where people are in their in their life my program's called maps because uh, it's it's people's own individual map of the world and it's where their map of the world is right now and like you say that those things change life changes we we all change and, and that's and that's okay as well but yeah, I think obviously it's hard to make a broad statement about everybody, but you know, normally younger people, like you say, they they're heavily influenced by materialistic things, um, whether that's living in a certain location, Dubai, the states, etc., uh, driving a certain car, uh, wearing certain clothes, wearing a certain watch that will all give them status. It will all give them, it will alter their state of mind and give them more self-esteem, more power, more self-efficacy. And they're the things that they want. Those things are addictive. Whereas actually a lot of people uh, who uh, perhaps, you know, in their 40s onwards have had those things, got those things, earned money. Um, what they realize is that those things are often, in terms of uh, the, the, the high that they give you, it's often temporary, it's often short-lived. Some of these people have then, not all of them, but they've then, because they, they essentially like the drug, the, the, the state of mind alteration, the, the dopamine hit from a fast car wears off. So then they need a faster car or then they need a younger, a younger, yeah. Then they need a more expensive watch or if they've got a partner, they need a younger partner or a better looking partner. And, and it, and it, it then it eventually can become quite destructive and, and, so quite a lot of them will, will have a realization point and, and therefore then you you actually stripping it right back and, and what what you then doing is you you getting them to dig deep and I'm gonna answer your actual initial question in a second and the statement. You're getting them to dig deeper into what they really want and what really matters. So the the statement, the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding. What a lot of people will think is that that is what tasks am I avoiding? You know, is it am I avoiding doing my accounts or, or is it is it like you say social media and and it is that it is all of those things. But for me, what it is is going inward on yourself, going deeper in on yourself, 
and and the, the true work particularly as you get older you realize the true work it's on you and you and you realize it's you understand that you can't be happy all the time because that's life but actually you can you can get to a place of contentment and and what is really cool is if you can get to a place in in your work where you're serving others you're helping people you're making a difference and and you, you're living with your purpose and if that is if that is teaching cookery online then then that's cool um but if doing videos aren't your thing and the whole content creation is not your thing that you can live that purpose by opening up a little uh, cafe or kitchen or whatever and and doing it that way and, and living your mechanism that way and if you still want holidays and find you know the ability to travel and all that well then you you've got to the challenge is staff but there's there's challenges in in online as well can you ever take off can you ever take a break if you're online what if what if you want to go on holiday and leave your phone in the room? Yeah. So, and, um, and can you even do that? I mean, I've done it whereby, like, you know, you you do it and it feels great for an hour or so, and then all of a sudden you're starting to be like, fuck, I wonder what's building up. Like, what am I going to go back to when I'm going back home? What am I going to have to deal with? Yeah, what am I missing out on? You know, what am I losing clients? Am I losing money? This, that, the other. So, um, to, to get to... The term the term I like to use is is and this is not my term that I came across this very the first time from a famous martial artist who you know Jeff Thompson who's written a load of books and all that kind of stuff. Jeff Thompson in his book Warrior called it self mastery, mm. and 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 for me to simplify that it's getting to a place of contentment yeah. and and getting you know getting to a place of that. What the one of the big markers for me was the whole Sunday anxiety thing. Oh fuck we, hell, yeah. Yeah, we've joked it a load of times, and 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 I'm, and to be clear, it would be great to, to to if the weather in the United Kingdom was better. And there's definitely, there's I definitely. I mean, these fucking mountains and shit. I'm like, fair play. It looks great, but not for me. Oh, mate, fucking, <laughs> you know, it's, it is. It's it's good fun, and it is good. But let me tell you, you've all got on, and I'm like, yeah, it looks too cold. Yeah, yeah. One of my one of my military pals said to me a long time ago, and I found there was two state two key statements they said to me with that. The the first one was there's no such thing as bad weather, only bad kit. Right. And I found I found that out quickly because if you've got the fucking wrong kit there, uh, you're in the shit. And then the second one was buy cheap, buy it twice, which is <laughs> which is which is which is true as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. You, you you fucking don't stay up there at the top eating your sandwiches. I promise you. You eat you either eat them uh, a bit before you get there or a bit after because it's fucking freezing. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I've gone off on one there, but I I, I don't. It's all right. I'd, I've I've got to a place with life, and I've done the exact same as you, mate. In that, you know, have we got to have more followers? Have we got to have? Um, uh, a big online business. Have we got to do this? Have we got to do that? And and actually, what what I got to for me, and what I often and, and you you write a lot of the people I work with are extremely wealthy, and uh, but what they're not is content. Mm. And and if you can get to that place where on a Sunday you you're looking forward to getting up on a Monday, uh, on a Monday you're looking forward to getting up on a Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, you love what you do. I think I think you've 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 cracked it. Obviously, we're, we're living in financially difficult times, so we've got to got to pay our bills. We've got to make our money. But you know, for me, if I can earn a good chunk of money, being super happy generally, because we're never yeah. always happy, uh, or I could earn double, being utterly miserable. There's there's no choice for me. Yeah. So uh, I I have no interest in the pathway that society tells me I could and should be be following. Uh, I find my own path and, uh, and, and, and you do that by digging inwards onto yourself. You dig into what your true values are. You are a coach at heart. Mm. That's, that's when you boil it down. Yes, you built a business and, and we, we got to make our money, diversify our portfolio, make our money work for us, all those kind of things. But if you and me, if we delve right back to where 
our happiest times were, and I'm, yeah. I'm arguably paraphrasing for the both of us here, it was in them classes holding pads and having a laugh and dicking about and uh, having a social time where people were laughing and joking and getting a sweat on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's the one time... I don't know, you probably feel the same a little bit. Like, I, probably, I think for you, even presenting and stuff like that, when I'm presenting and I'm doing things and I'm teaching education, I'm doing classes, it's the one time in the day that I'm not thinking about money. Yeah. You're just in it. You're just doing it. You're in your flow. Yeah, and you're like, fuck, I mean, I, and, 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 you know, I don't take money in my own business as such. I don't even fucking know how my body works properly, to be honest. Um, so, luckily, money just turns up into the bank account, and I'm like, oh, that's fucking good. <laughs> that, that's Danny's job, yeah? Yeah, don't say that fucking hell. She'll listen. No, you know, <laughs> the, the whole team can kind of do a lot of stuff now, but it is, you know, I'm still the old school person that's like, someone will walk past the fridge with a bottle of water, go put that on my account, and I'm like, put it on a piece of paper. I'm like, so yeah, won't put that through later because I, I don't know how to fucking do it. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think like, what what I've kind of learned and taken from this, and you just reminded me of a of a book I was listening to as well. I can't remember the fucking name of it, but it was it was digging into exactly what you're saying. Of like, you can dig into someone's business, and at the same time, you can you need to really dig into the person. Yep. Because I think we all get influenced, and me definitely. By I remember when I first started the business, and over the last five, six years old in a business, the question keeps coming up of, okay, you'll learn how to do everything, but pass on all the tasks that you don't like doing. Mm -hmm. To other people, or you hire people to do those things. What no one ever fucking tells you to do, or tells you to take a look at, especially if potentially, and I've avoided this ever since I really started hybrid, you know this, I never started hybrid to be the face of it. Because there's a lot of pressure comes with that. I think when you when you build a business, it's, it's twofold. You're taught a lot to try and build a business that doesn't rely on you. And that's what I wanted to do. Does mm-hmm. this stand alone without me? Yeah. Right? Hybrid, the brand. I'm not on everything. My face isn't on everything. People know it's mine, but they don't necessarily. Again, people that come to sign up have, no, don't know who I am. You know, they see our ads. They see hybrid. They see the community. They see the gym. They don't, they have, don't, they don't come and sign up to me which is a good thing because also at the same time, there's that ego thing, right? If you associate, if you are your business and people don't like it, then they kind of, it means they don't like you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so shit. Do I avoid that? Or do I lean into it? I've always loved people's businesses that are about the individual. I, I'm drawn to that. I'm drawn to training in a lot of gyms and places whereby the owner's larger than life. And that person being in there around that place draws me to go even more, right? And I have that in me, but I've always been a bit fearful of making it about me mm-hmm. because my own ego is probably not quite as you know strong as I like to think it is. If I think people don't like me, I start questioning me, and then this all goes down this whole other fucking rabbit hole of like it's it's all connected. People don't come to our business because they don't like me, and I can't fix that, right? Yeah. Whereas getting back on the gym floor and doing the classes, and this just reminds me that actually, you know, whilst my business does stand alone, it's also better with me being around more, doing more, being part of that whole atmosphere community. I build that and create that. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've never thought about is when everyone starts doing these lists of what to give away, when it's your business, the question never comes up of, do I give away the running of the fucking business mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to a certain degree? And I don't mean that, that someone's going to boss me about and tell me what to do. But what I mean is that my business isn't big enough for this, but at some point you go, right, does the business need a CFO type person, a CEO, whatever type person? Okay, whilst they might not change me as a person, allows me to go about doing my thing, but also advises on, yeah, I'll take away dealing with the money, how we're going to make money, how we're going to do all these other things, and almost runs the business for you so you can be the face of the business. If, if that kind of makes sense. Or yeah, yeah. is this what, what you want to do? I think where I got stuck, and a lot of people get stuck, is you're trying to be the face of the business. You're trying to run the business. You're doing classes and PT, and you're kind of like, what the fuck is my role? And mm-hmm. it's hard to enjoy any one of them when you're mixed up in it all. Mm-hmm. Versus going, hey, 
you run my fucking business. I'm going to do all this because this is the face of the business. Obviously, I know how I want it to look and I'll still have a big say in this, but the actual nitty gritty of the finances admin coming to me with, if we make this switch, this will fucking do this and this will maybe make us more money here. I think we should adjust this package to this. All these other fucking things like give that shit away. Yeah. Which is hard. Yeah. I, I know more than anyone else about my own business. It's like, well, do you? Yeah. Do you need to? <laughs> right? I might go, I'm not sure about that. But I think the hard thing is getting your business to a point where you can take a risk on someone to do that. Mm-hmm. Is the other fucking hard part. But I was the, the the book I was talking about was talking about almost the exact same thing. This guy is kind of mentoring this long-term friend. I don't know if it was real or whether this was just part of an analogy, but it was the same old story. There's the, the old school story was this woman's gran had taught her how to make pies. And she then wanted to use her gran's recipe and make mm-hmm. her take over the pie shop. She used to help her gran in the pie shop as a kid and this crew and I wanted to then continue the business and make pies and da, 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 da. and when she opened her own pie business it wasn't very successful and what she found was as always once she was running the business she was having to do everything so before mm-hmm. a pot, making all the pies then trying to sell them all day then trying to close up and, da, da. and when she tried to hire people to help make the pies and do all this stuff it, it just wasn't as good she didn't have any systems in place and the, the mentoring was all a lot of stuff that you talk about was, okay, well, because you've you got basically gone away from the, the bit that you actually love. Yeah. And that the pies, yeah. The fucking pies. Yep. But when you build a business, you'll go, well, this this now needs to be someone else's job. It's like, well, does it? Mm-hmm. Because the, what draws people into that business is the home-cooked pie that you make. That's the fucking thing. Now, how you scale that comes into a whole other conversation. Yeah. But the the... the the long and short of it was very much you need to hire someone to run your business. It's still your business, mm-hmm. but what you love doing is that part of the business. Yep. And you need to somehow keep hold of that. Otherwise, you end up doing something you don't love, which is running a business, which I think is where I've got to a bit in my career. Like, I, I don't enjoy running a business. Mm-hmm. I really fucking don't. I enjoy uh, sports. That's very, mate, and it's very, very common. Do you, you, you know, he springs to mind here when you say all this, and and I think he's absolutely, I, and it's not without his problems, I'm sure, and and behind the scenes, I, I, I don't know him personally, but, um, Wim Hof, yeah, because Wim Hof's kids run his business, don't they? Yeah, and and Wim just busts around the world. Uh, playing guitar, walking up hills in his in his trunks. I mean, he's not walking up hills in a in a North Face coat like me. He's got he's hard he's harder than I am, definitely. Um, he could eat his sandwiches at the top of the hill. There's no doubt about that. But you know, w- Wim's just exactly that. He loves people. He, he loves uh, having a drink. He's a crazy Dutchman. Not that I'm yeah. calling all Dutch people crazy, but I am. Um, yeah, um, he's a crazy. Um, yeah, I've been out. Yeah, I've been, and um, he's a crazy Dutchman. He loves drinking, loves playing his guitar, and he loves teaching his method. And yeah, yeah. and he's been super lucky. Um, and it's I definitely, you know, now I think about it even more. It has caught, you know, brought about a few problems, no doubt about it. But he, it's his kids that turned it into a huge business and drove that business forward. Wim, Wim's not sat around boardroom tables and doing financial projections and all that kind of stuff. He's he's out uh, getting people in cold water and doing fucking shamanic chants and all that shit that he loves to do and, and living his best life, you, you know what I mean? Um, his kids are the, the CEO, CFO, all that kind of stuff. So, but not everybody has that luxury, do they? But I, 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 mate, I, I think it's a really common journey. It's a really common journey with anybody who's got a skill, uh, whether that is um, a trainer, coach, or uh, a chef, or or a, a mechanic, let's say, or any 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 number of jobs where you you do well, hands on doing the job. Of course, we want to progress in life. We we want to. Make money, whether that's for ourselves, for our, our other half, our kids, whatever. So we we scale, and actually, what ends up happening is we don't do the thing we loved anymore. Yeah, yeah. 
and and it and it's super common and 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 I I absolutely agree. I think, of course, you know your your job. You're going to have to have a meeting with a bank manager, or you're going to have to have a an idea of what your finances are. But I think the more we can stay connected to our true, true, deep purpose and our true reasons why we did it in the first place, mm. I, I think I think the better. And I think you know the, one of the great examples. In fact, I'm not going to say that. But I can I can think of a boxing example who's done really really well with it. Uh, but hybrid gym in LA is way better. That 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 yeah, that's the one. Um, but but yeah yeah, um, it, it's super common, and and we get swept along this wave of who we should be, what we should be doing. Uh, you know what? I had a fucking fantastic holiday in Dubai last year, as you know. I had a great time. Can't wait to go back. Do I want to go and live in Dubai? No, do 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 I would do I wish there was more sun? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, so and excuse the pun, I'm really clear with my business, and like you say, I love public speaking and stuff. I just like talking to people and fucking yeah. maybe I like the sound of my own fucking voice too much. But there we go. Uh, my business is is a really hybrid business between doing bits that I can do remotely and traveling, but then equally where I'm where I'm there in person. It took me a long time to get to that. No, well, I was just going to say, I mean, that when, when we were talking, you know, when I was back in the UK a few weeks ago, and you were telling me about your, your next venture um, business-wise, and you're very good at, you know, organizing uh, events mm. in the event space. But what I like about what you've done with your business is exactly what you just said. You do just enough online stuff because... It, it allows you a broader spectrum of, of people to, to get your message out to. Yep. But at heart, you do all the hard work behind the scenes to do as much in-person stuff as possible. Yep. Because without the in-person buzz, I don't think you'd love doing what you do. Absolutely. I, and I think, I don't know if it was me and you talking about this the other week. I think it probably was. I don't know who else I've talked about this to. But... You know, during fucking COVID and all this other stuff, and I know you've had to do presentations to businesses through Zoom. It's not the fucking same. You know, you've got 20 fucking faces on a screen or more, and you sit there, and, and look, it's time-wise, it's easier. It's easier money, right? You can charge whatever. You know, you talk to a big group of people. You start on hour, two hours, you're done. There's no travel. There's no expenses you know, so from that point of view, I kind of get where a lot of people went that way and went, well, fuck, from a, from a financial point of view, this is great. But you can't beat the fucking in-person no. people making an effort to get there. Yep. The conversations that go on before it starts, the co- definitely the conversations after, and the networking side of it is fucking invaluable. Like, I hate generally, well, you know, I, I say I'm not fucking social and I'm not half the time unless I'm in my own element and environment, but even just a couple of weeks ago, going to the Fit Expo in LA around the corner. And I was there all fucking weekend. Um, but it was fucking great in some ways. Mm. I mean, I was there six mm. hours both fucking days doing nothing to do with business. You know, two of, uh, Danny was competing on the Saturday and one of the other guys was competing on the Sunday and fucking powerlifting is the most long-winded sport for nine reps in living history. Yeah. Uh, but the people I was bumping into and talking to and seeing what was going on in some of the stores and just seeing that buzz of people being back in a big fucking environment. And there's a load of shit these expos don't get me wrong, but it's a bunch of people that are all into the same thing. Mm-hmm. All into training, all into it. And it just reminded me, as much as I've spent a lot of time actually shying away from things like expos and shit because they do my head in, you realise how useful they are when they've been taken away and yeah. how useful the in-person experience is. Like, I could not get... The same buzz. I remember during again, even with classes during the, during COVID, and fair play to the team over in Hong Kong. They did a fucking amazing job, you know, doing online classes for the for the for for, for you know. But I was like, I couldn't think of anything fucking worse yeah. than trying to teach a class through a fucking computer screen. Yeah, versus that fucking energy I get in the gym when I've got mm-hmm. fucking people in there, you know, fucking interested, listening to your to every word you fucking say to yeah. them becomes a technique and then smashing out stuff on the bags and the the motivation towards the end when everyone's fucking tired and still putting it in like you can't beat that and i'm a bit like you like 
I like talking. I like passing on knowledge. Okay. I like educating. So even team training here, it's small. I've got 10 coaches. But the time just flies by. I enjoy fucking passing that knowledge on. Yeah. Uh, if I could do that in a bigger environment, I, I undoubtedly but you would. That would be, a, you know, again, another thing to, to push more towards. And my head's going back more towards in person and realizing, you know, if I want to travel a bit, it doesn't have to be online. Yeah. You know, you can get back to traveling and fucking, you know, doing in-person stuff. And if anything, it's probably cooler. You get to travel the fucking world. You do a two-day yep. seminar. Yep. You meet a ton of people. Uh, and then you're back home in, in your comfortable environment. You know, it's not like, oh, I have to go and live in fucking Dubai for six months. Yep. Or I have to go and live here or whatever. You can travel and still have your base. So that's where my head's gone more recently. And it's took me to get back involved. It's took me to shake up my fucking... My own habit of, well, I only work in the morning and I'm asleep mm-hmm. in the afternoon and that's just me. It's, like, it's not just me. I can fucking do stuff at night. I've got the energy when I'm doing something I fucking love. Yep. I realized a lot of what was happening with me sometimes was my habit came out of, well, I'm not loving what I'm doing as much anymore. And, you know, go home, chill, fucking rest a bit and do mm-hmm. my shit in the mornings. And actually, it was mainly just wasn't really enjoying what I was doing. If I'm enjoying it, even though I don't want to do it at night, I'll do it because yeah. I like it. And when I'm in it, I, the buzz and I come home and fucking, I'm kind of wired for an hour. So um, I've gone off on a big fucking tangent. I've had way too much coffee this morning. Um, but I thought someone said to me once, which struck a chord with me, if you want to do things in life and what you really like doing, ask yourself how everything you do makes you feel after you've done it. And I know you're the same here. So when I give talks or do mm-hmm. a seminar or teach a class, I'm buzzing after it. Yep. That feeling after, do you feel drained by what you've just done or do you feel energized? Yep. If you feel energized, that's what you should be leaning into because that's clearly what you like doing. Everything's tiring. Everything. Yeah. You know, when you've just fucking trained a client who's kind of draining, then you feel drained after. Or mm-hmm. Like me, one-on-one must leave me feeling drained. Because I don't get the energy bus. Yep. Classes give me the energy bus. Yeah. Lecturing, teaching gives me the energy bus. And afterwards, I'm wired. Now, that comes with the problems. I can't fucking sleep and I'm fucking hyper and da da da. But I try and teach people that's the feeling you should be looking for. If you're, if you're feeling drained after everything you do, then you need to change what you're fucking doing. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. People, people will come back to me and say, Oh, they may listen to this and say, you know, it's all right for you. And, and I'll say, no, that. no, no, you, you, that. Uh, you, you, I'll, I'll get it that you might not be able to make a change today right now. Yeah. I get it. But, but build, but again, build a roadmap, build a map. That's, that's, that's my, that's my plan. You know, my program, my plan, build a roadmap. Okay. It might take a little longer, but let's work towards something. I think it was, what was it? Um, Jim Rohn said, uh, and I forget the stats, but he, he, he was a very famous quote. What was it? He said, um, spend so, so much of a percentage of your time working on your day job and the rest of it working on your dream job. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can't remember what the stats were on that, but it was definitely Jim Rohn who said it. And um, and, and so, yeah, if you've got, you know, kids and, and, and bills and all that, which we all have, um, I get that you can't always make that change right now. But but you can make that change, and and I think I think one of the things that you know to go back to before and perhaps to close it off that there is the difference between the forty odd year old and the twenty odd year old is you do realise life is passing by at forty odd years old, and then you start looking at the clock then and thinking, fucking hell, actually this is moving on here, you know, and I'm a, and and you know when your mum or your dad or whoever you say to you, oh, it gets quicker as you go as you get older, and you used to be like, oh, shut up, whatever. Actually, you know, at twenty odd year old, you think you've got forever, and there's an argument you have got forever. But the reality is, you have in forty, fifty year old, you start looking and thinking, shit. Actually, watches don't make me happy. What what makes me happy is doing something that's close to my core every single day. It's my purpose. It's my calling, and and. And and that might be through whatever it is, and and you know, in my mind, our, our purpose and callings through training people, where, you know, like you say, through combat and pads, and in your case, jujitsu and all that kind of stuff. That's our calling. That's where our juices flow. That's where our energy flows. 
And um, yeah, yeah, absolutely, we can run our business, but equally, um, we we you know in a way that we love and doing things that we love. But if we're not, for me, if like if I'm doing something that makes me miserable, not doing it. If people, the people make me miserable, not doing it. Um, and, and and I'm really really clear on that. Yeah, and, and I think look, yeah, and to wrap that up, I mean, fucking some awesome advice in that today and that's why i wanted to ask you that question because again it's something that i think first of all we all battle with i definitely battle with that you know arguing with myself about you know what i'm what i'm actually really good at and what i really enjoy and what i feel i should be actually doing and it's like well there is no should like just do what you fucking like and, and, and work out a way to make it work right in its most simplistic kind of format but but no i think you know that even just that sentence at the end, yeah. If it's making you miserable, why are you fucking doing it? Yeah. And and actually owning that though, I think yep. a lot of us say this stuff and it's, oh, it's not making me happy, but we're not willing to make the fucking change and we just Correct. think about it. Correct. Which we all do. I catch myself doing that a little bit, and it's kind of like, okay, you've got to kick yourself up the arse and 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 just be yeah. like, right, why the why the fuck am I putting up with yeah. that? I've had I've had pushback on this, mate. But I say to people, I've had people push back to don't agree, don't agree. And I say, well, that's cool. I didn't ask whether you agreed or not. But I always say, I always say to them, a problem without a solution is just a moan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so you know, if they've got, if they're not happy, say, tell me the solution. Well, I don't know. Well, go and have a think about it and come back when you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's true. People are very good to quick to moan about their stuff, and then when you try to help or give some advice it's like they don't they don't want to listen absolutely yeah stop moaning then right stop moaning then uh, yeah all right look that that was awesome i i uh, i appreciate your input on, on that i think that was gonna help a ton of fucking people so we'll we'll call it there uh, thank you everybody for listening it's been the winning edge podcast again uh we've been a little hit and miss the last month or so so we'll try and get this back on track because i don't I know we've got at least seven or eight, you know, keen listeners um, that have probably missed. missed we uh, well, we recorded a really fucking good episode together in Manchester, <laughs> didn't we? Yeah. And and uh, you know, talking and sticking to what we're good at, we fucked up the file, didn't we? And it corrupted it. So the whole thing fucking didn't work. So yeah, yeah, we'll stick to letting someone else put these out, and we'll st- I'll stick to making sure that I, uh, you know. I'm in the same fucking place with the same Wi-Fi. <laughs> I don't yeah. Oh, yeah. It's been awesome as always. Uh, and we'll, we'll catch up with everybody next time. Thank you for listening. See you guys.